Hello, truthful listeners. This is Sarah. And Narelle. Welcome to Hopeless Not Truthless. This is part two of this week's episode. Today we are going to cover four shows, but in this specific episode, we are going to cover Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, baby, season four, episode one, Fresh Powder, Fresh Start. And after that, we are going to recap Real Housewives of Orange County, season 17, episode 13, Big News, Bigger Secret. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) If you want to go listen to part one, over there, we're covering the Atlanta reunion and Roni, season 14, episode eight, Business Classy. Narelle, I can't wait a second longer. Let's do Salt Lake City. I cannot handle the opening scene for this season. This might be hands down the most excited I have been for any of them. It was like the most, I can't even form words. It was the most amazing thing. Chilling. Chilling. Actual chills. Actual chills. I had like goosebumps. I was squealing. Literally squealing. I was like, oh my God, stop. Same. So dramatic. I love it. We start off immediately going back four months ago with Lisa. She's directing her staff while getting ready for her Sundance party. John picks her up and they are discussing how busy Lisa is and that their son Jack is going to be going on a mission for two years. And Lisa is understandably pretty emotional about it. It's pretty interesting to me that he kept this a secret for a year from his parents and has kind of just sprung it on them now at the last minute. Well, maybe if Lisa could stop telling everyone else what to do, he would have told her sooner. For God's sake. Mm-hmm. She's so bossy, but I love Lisa Barlow. I don't care. I love her. You know, he hid it from his parents for a year because they're very different than him. And that's what he said. And he's basically saying, you are sinners and I am not. This would break me. I have a family member that has hidden huge things from me and will tell me these things years later. And I got to say that fucking stings when you consider them one of the closest people to you. I don't know why people do this, but over time I have just learned to acknowledge that this is their way of coping and has a lot more to do with them than than me. That's so true and such a healthy way to kind of look at it because it can be pretty hurtful when somebody hides something like that from you. Yeah, especially your kids. But like you point out, it's true. It is something specific to do with Mormonism. I was talking to somebody on Reddit, actually, who was a previous Mormon or a current, I don't remember, but she has ties with the Mormon community. And she explained to me that um, basically he is not really going to be able to have a relationship with his parents going forward. He's choosing the Mormon church over them. So a lot of Lisa's tears in this scene, like they're kind of losing their son because they're not very deep into the Mormon church themselves. No. And him going on a mission is him pursuing, like getting deeper into the Mormon church church wow so okay yeah i can see why she's so upset now it's a lot deeper than just Mm -hmm. two years in her mind probably yeah 
I have to say, too, this whole Mormon, like, side story part of Salt Lake gives it such a different vibe compared to the other franchises. It makes Salt Lake just a little bit special. It differentiates it in a way that is just so fascinating to me. I Um, want more Mormon stuff. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because it is. It's a fascinating uh culture i guess is the right word there's so many different layers to it and emphasis on cult sure yes um i have some family members who were mormon and some still are mormon and it's a very interesting dynamic very i would love to pick their brains i wonder if they watch this show i I doubt it (laughs) i doubt it actually i guess it's probably not very mormon yeah i i really don't think so (laughs) (laughs) so next we have heather she's in her new house and she is shoveling her own snow and this was not what i expected to see and she's in heels no less and then Meredith arrives and is also helping her shovel, which is even more surprising. Oh, Meredith was not helping her shovel. Heather made her shovel, <laughs> <laughs> which I loved because, oh, Meredith. So Heather has received backlash from her book. And she has already mentioned that damn black eye in Narelle. We are only 10 minutes in and the black eye has resurfaced. <laughs> Tell us, lady. Where did you get it? How did it happen? I can't. (laughs) So then Heather tells us that Heather and Whitney are going to be doing an event together in the spirit of a fresh start. Yes. They discuss Heather seeing Whitney for the first time. And we see Heather telling Whitney that she wants to be friends again. But Whitney basically says, it's going to take me a while to trust you again. Meredith points out that she doesn't feel safe around Whitney anymore because of the comments that Whitney made in the press about Meredith and Seth having baths. Sarah, this (laughs) might be one of my new favorite housewife fights. Her impression of Whitney, first of all, so good. The high, breathless (laughs) voice that she does about the bathtubs. And Heather's confusion over whether Meredith is laughing about it or if she's actually mad about it just made it even better. That was everyone watching. We're like, no, this can't be real. (laughs) Heather is so real in this moment that I kind of forgot about all the bullshit. I'm like, I love you, Heather. Meredith, how dare you go after my girl, Whitney? I will take you down. Because (laughs) it, it was about how dirty bathtubs are. She is so ridiculous, Darrell. You don't go after my my marriage. You don't go after my bathtub. The only thing she left out was my children. Like, the drama level. Yeah, but I love that the children is number three on yeah. that list. So it goes marriage, bathtub, and then the kids. Meredith. Meredith reminds me of, like, the scary older cousin that you only see twice a year at some sort of family oh. event. And there's always a giant fight when she's around and like cousin Meredith brings the same dish the same signature dish as Auntie Martha just to be petty (laughs) you know and then forces everyone to tell her who's they like better she is insane (laughs) she's terrifying she is so scary Sarah that is is way too specific (laughs) to just be (laughs) I may have a cousin Meredith you know you have a cousin Meredith don't you I do and she is Scares the bejesus out of me. Uh. (laughs) 
So moving on, we see Meredith with her employees. They're at Meredith's store and Mary Cosby arrives on the scene just from the tip of her boots immediately. I knew who it was. Like I sensed it in my bones. I am nervous. I'm excited. I'm annoyed that this woman is back on the show. We find out Meredith is the only person that Mary has remained in contact with, which was interesting. Mary and her fresh face has arrived. Who am I, Andy Cohen? <laughs> Mary, you're looking very fresh. Very fresh like Sheree. Very Andy. fresh. Yeah, I I have so many feelings. Annoyance was one of them. Definitely one of them. And Mary and Meredith together, it's like I... I don't know. That's a weird match. It is a very strange match. And how did you feel about Mary not having a chance to ask her son, who lives in the same house with her, if he's married or not? Narelle. Narelle, this this woman (laughs) lies more than Drew does at this point. Like, are you... No, stop it, Mary. Bizarre. And then her not eating her spicy salad... Okay, it is this weirdness that I'm excited to watch again. Nobody else is as weird as Mary. I am excited for that. I just hate somebody like her having a platform again. It feels wrong. Yeah, but it's so bravo at this point. <laughs> they they all have these undertones of evil, I kind of feel. That is true. That is true. Part of me last night was thinking, is this a shtick? Like, are you actually trying to fool us? But then it seems so genuine. When she says Robert Sr. was in Vegas for six months, like, oh, my God, this woman is lies and fakery. But I I kind of am okay with it as a viewer. But as a friend, I would banish this bitch. Oh, my God. Banished forever. And the smile on her face when she was like, he's been gone for six months. And I'm happy about it. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's been great. It's been great. It's been great. So then the topic switches to Jen and how Meredith feels about the whole jail thing. She says there's nothing much left to say. Like Jen admitted she's guilty and she's gone to jail. And Meredith thinks it's time for everyone to move on. The next scene we have is Angie showing up for lunch in some full face ski goggles is the only way. That's the only word that comes to mind. Like those things covered three quarters of her face. (laughs) And you always know that you are onto a winning accessory when the first thing that your friend says when you say hello to them is, wow, look at your glasses, which is exactly what Monica said to her as soon as she arrives. <laughs> Angie is coming in pink and shaded. She is ready. She is prepared. She's fully shaded her entire face. And those things are probably casting shade on her body as well. <laughs> they were that big. So this is where we find out that Monica... The new, new lady on the block, she was Jen's assistant. And one night, Jen tried to offer her some kind of financial advice for making $600,000 a year or something. But Monica luckily had some secret service buds who told her to get away from Jen Shaw immediately because Jen was going to be going to prison. And Monica (laughs) became a witness against Jen during her trial. It is insanity that Bravo has hired her. This is... 
my favorite thing I have ever watched on my television. Like, you have the mole that sent Jen Shaw down. Yeah. This is a bold choice, Bravo. I, I so can't. Bold. I am like crying thinking <laughs> I need to rewatch this episode. <laughs> so I think every single Bravo fan, like we all let out a collective, oh my <laughs> God. How did they keep this under wraps? It is, this needs to win an Emmy. I, I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't. I'm hooked already. I am hooked already. Plus, she divorced and then remarried the same man and divorced again. This woman is interesting as fuck. She's coming in hot with her opinions, too. Her description of Jen and like how she would get sick talking to Lisa because Lisa just kept going on and on. So Jen would hold like hand her the phone instead. So she's just so entertaining already. She's going to get on some people's nerves, though. I can already see like Lisa's face when Monica said that, well, I have to cook. So like that was the first of many death stares, I think, from Lisa to Monica. Like, how dare you point that out? We can't. That I don't have to cook. (laughs) Well, we can't all eat Wendy's and Taco Bell every day and still look as good as Lisa does. Okay. (laughs) Monica, it doesn't matter what she does. She is my new favorite housewife ever ever mm. she's going to be fascinating and just horribly great and the shade she threw at lisa is my one of my favorite things because nothing makes me more excited when i see a squirrely lisa when she's activated mm. and monica alluded that jen has told her all of these ladies dark secrets i need to know those dark mm-hmm. secrets Norel, and i think we're going to get them, which is exhilarating. Oh, I think we are. If I know Monica, like I think I know Monica, <laughs> after this one episode, That's right? we are going to find out. We know Monica. This woman is not afraid, to be honest. <laughs> so now we're at the lake house for Heather's fresh start, or sorry, Heather and Whitney's fresh start party, even though I don't think Whitney was there yet, was she? No. Just Heather. Anyways, so her little secret plan for the party is that there's going to be a snowball fight which I'm imagining is also going to be in five-inch heels, although later on I did see they're all in snow boots. Thank God. So Angie shows up, and I swear to God, this is another pair of ski goggles. Like, the first ones were pink. These ones were purple, were they not? And Heather is pissed that Lisa brought her. (gasps) Oh, I mean, I'm kind of team Angie on this one. I love that Heather is pissed. I think it's great. I, I, I love it. I think Angie is... Just a, a fascinating character. She's kind of like Kim D a little bit, you know? Like she's there. Like yeah. A hanger on her, just kissing ass. I think she just she just tries so hard that it, it, it makes her annoying to me. Yeah, exactly. I know. I'm loving the inside scoop that we're getting from Monica about how Jen used to talk about everyone. Man, what I would pay to be a fly on Jen's prison wall as she watches these episodes because you know she's going to, right? Oh. Like, do you think they'll let her watch in prison? I I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine they would, Norelle, but if she did, she is going to I'm pretty sure. No, I'm pretty sure you can in some prisons. It depends. Joe Judice said he could. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. (gasps) Oh, she will not. She's too narcissistic. Don't you think? That's why she Mm. would, to see what everybody's saying about her. Okay, maybe. 
But she wouldn't want to hear negative things. I just want to see her reaction. Me, oh, I would, I would pay. I would pay for that show. Jen does prison. Oh, fuck. I would, I would stream that so fast. Okay. I Come on, Bravo. <laughs> Put it into the works. <laughs> yes. Narelle, I saw this person in a cow print cowboy hat and neon oh. <laughs> and white snowsuit thing. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> who? Who is this person? Do you know? And then I see. Do you know who I thought that was? Who? I thought it was Lisa from Miami. <laughs> I don't even know why. <laughs> so, so, so did I. So did I. <laughs> this woman is from Miami. Mary H. Mary H. from Miami. Because <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's eclectic. No, what? That's charming. That's such a charming Char- outfit. <laughs> oh, Sarah with the shade. <laughs> so then Mary's there, and everybody is so shocked to see her. How did they not know that she was going to be a part of the season? Is this fake shock or real shock? This would be such a Meredith thing to do. Meredith would be like, <laughs> "Oh, hi, everyone. Uh, but Mary, by the way, by the way." And Lisa was particularly shocked. And I just love how obtuse Lisa is. It kills me because she's so smart, but she so isn't. She's like, we didn't really leave things bad. And then reads out in her confessional the last text Mary <laughs> sent her. Holly. The worst oh, text. Oh, my God. She, you're a black widow, a witch, a horrible human being. <laughs> like, Mary kind of seemed to have forgotten because... Uh, she says seeing Lisa is, feels good. It feels good. So, I mean. I wonder what Lisa thinks leaving things in a bad way is. Because <laughs> to me. Prison, maybe? It's pretty bad. No, oh, yes, actually. That's probably the default for bad for everybody. <laughs> Lying about ripping off seniors for millions of dollars. Maybe that's <laughs> oh, her God. standards. Oh, poor, poor woman. Yeah. So Mary asks Heather if she's doing okay without Jen. And Heather's pretty quick to say, like, as much as she can to distance herself from Jen immediately. She says everyone thought they were really good friends, but she kind of just got caught up in the friendship because Jen was a lot. Mary calls her out and says that she knows what she was walking into and that she just accepted it, which I love. Heather really, really does believe that she had a genuine connection with Jen. And that made me so sad Mm. for Heather. Because Jen used her and abused her. And I think it's really because Heather wasn't viewed as like the cool one. And Heather thought Jen was so cool. And she just, she seemed honest, but she's also saving face here, I think, to Mary. She's like, Mm. like, I don't think we know the real Heather at all, in my opinion. I just kind of hope she stays away from any more toxic friendships going forward. But I suspect Lisa Barlow may be the next runner up. Or is Heather the toxic one? Oh, well, I wanted to ask you the beginning sequence of events of this episode where the camera crew like goes busting in on Heather and what she's talking about. Like, I can't believe. Oh, yeah. What did she say that she what is that about? Is that about Jen? I I have a feeling because didn't it say six months earlier or something or. Four months, I think. Yeah. I Maybe it was six months. I don't remember. So at first I thought it was that, but then I was wondering if 
also it could be about Monica being an informant. (gasps) Oh, oh, I don't know how that's going to play out. Like, does everybody know yet that Monica was the informant? (laughs) Oh, dear. Yeah, well. Just wondering, maybe. My mind is whirling. I can't think. I can't formulate thoughts. Wow. Okay. 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 Yeah. So at this point, Mother, Mother, Manor, God, (laughs) Meredith. (laughs) At this point, Meredith pulls Lisa to the side and asks for a sit down, but in the future. So the two of them can like figure their shit out. And then we find out nobody has read Heather's book. I'm not surprised. (laughs) Like Lisa only cared whether she's in that book. And Angie is so up Lisa's butt. She's like, yeah, Lisa, Mm. sign my book. Sign my book, Lisa. And Lisa's like, (laughs) okay. 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 I love the little dig that Meredith made about how it was like, it's like Lord of the Flies. Yes. Which is another book that these ladies have never read. (laughs) She is truly terrifying i was kind of surprised lisa was so keen but she was and i think those two are kind of soulmates in like the strangest strangest way yeah yeah they they vibe together for sure they do and i think i think mary's gonna start getting jealous if they rekindle this friendship oh i wonder i wonder i think you're right so the subject comes up next of people using drugs and rumors that have flied, flown, flown around about ketamine. Meredith accuses Whitney of planting the special K rumors in the press and Heather just leaves. Like She just walked away mid-convo. She's like, I'm out. I love that Heather left. I think it's fantastic. But Meredith, if we kind of reflect back here, she is always very angry at someone. I just want to see fun bathtub, Meredith. Come on. But we know. I don't want to see bathtub, Meredith. (laughs) Well, I'd rather see bathtub, Meredith, Meredith than Seth. True. You know what, though, Narelle? This hatred is coming from somewhere different. She doesn't seem to give a shit about these special gay rumors. She's using it. She's deflecting. Mm. She is actually mad about the bathtub comments. Yep. Heather running away, though. Girl, come on. Stop it. You gotta start delving into some of this shit. But she either acts like, oh, I I, I don't know how I got this black guy. Or she runs away. Like, it's so lame. Because <laughs> you're right. Because then the bathtub comments come up and Whitney points out, it was just a joke. And in her confessional, she shades her for always living in vacational rentals, which is confirmed by production who puts up a collage of all of the rentals that she's lived in over the past four years. And she says, you know, those tubs are probably pristine. Like, I'm not being serious. This, though, does not sit well with Meredith, who points out that she never said anything about painting her husband with chocolate and that she might have gotten i don't even want to say this bacteria in her vagina from the chocolate like that i don't ever want to see <laughs> meredith say this like they vaguely agree to wait and see what happens or something i guess like semi move forward but i don't think we have heard the last of this vagina bathtub 
feud. <laughs> this is the most fucked up shit I've ever seen in my life. This is the most fucked up shit ever. I, she is legit angry about this bathtub comment. Like, she's holding on to yeah. it. If I were her, I would be far more pissed about the special K comment. But no, she's latching Same. on to this one. She's latching on to Whitney, the new target. This is very rude and horrible and judgmental of me to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Meredith does not seem okay to me. Like, she doesn't seem mm. sober to me. It's just a little oh. too bizarre behavior. So maybe special K is, maybe that's why she doesn't care. But this woman holds on to grudges, year-long grudges, eternal grudges by the sounds of it. I'm very curious. Like, Whitney yeah. and her are not done. No. I mean, the bathtub thing is so fucking weird. I would not be surprised if there's some other mitigating factor there. Because who gets that mad over... It was obviously a joke. It was such a joke. Such a joke. Come on. So weird. Then we've got the snowball fight. The fight started off pretty pathetic until Lisa got hit in the face and then those ladies just let loose. Whitney whipped one at Meredith's head and says, leave the past in the past, Meredith. <laughs> Boom. And then Monica yells out, yippee ki bitch, and tackles Angie to the ground. <laughs> That is why I love me some Whitney Rose. She is the best. Yeah, this was the worst snowball fight I've ever seen personally in my life. <laughs> you need teams. You need distance. You, you can't just <laughs> ping snowballs oh, at each other. It's such Sarah, a- Sarah's coming in with the snowball rules. Yeah, like, hello. You need to actually make this exciting. Um, I do love how Monica just tackled Angie, and I'm I'm here for it. And then you we just pan over to Mary. Can actually be having fun, can they? Can they? Do they? are they? Are <laughs> Sitting they? inside. Are they having fun? How could they have Are they are they actually having fun? She's the worst and I hate her and I love her. <laughs> but she's also the best because she's the worst. Exactly. She's so goddamn entertaining. Yes. She she's really crazy. I love it. Oh, that so was so that fun. was the end of Salt Lake City, and f- like this is my top number one. All <laughs> oh, of a sudden, I cannot wait. I'm still until crying. next week. I'm still right crying, laughing. I need to. <laughs> I can't. Okay, I need more immediately. Definitely, definitely, because they say it, but they're so serious. They're so serious, yeah. and it's so ridiculous. Oh, and it's the seriousness with which we are debating bathtub cleanliness and vagina bacteria. It's just can't get any better. (laughs) Hey, Narelle, shall we go over to Rosie? Big news, bigger secret. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so Real Housewives of OC, Season 17, Episode 13, Big News, Bigger Secret. So we start the episode off with Shannon going in to see Dr. Moon. She wants to know his opinion on her at-home colonic system. Now, Sarah, is it normal or insane that she is so guarded over the details of her relationship with John, but so open about the contents of her own asshole 
She needs to cleanse all of that bullshit, honey, because <laughs> this is the only way she can. I remember when Shannon first came on, she was going to Dr. Moon. She was getting all these things. And, oh, Dr. Moon is a, a figure. He is like a god in OC. So, yeah, Shannon's just deflecting yet again, even with her shit. Literal shit. <laughs> Literally with her shit. <laughs> so I went on to the Citalonic website this morning. Okay. Just to see what could be seen about this uh, new colonic at home system. Mm-hmm. I wanted to read out their slogan to you. <laughs> just, I think. Please. I think everybody needs to hear this. Okay. All right. So, <clears throat> unleash the healing power of the colon. A colonic device so compact and simple, you can use it in an airplane lavatory. Stop it. This is not real. (laughs) Not only do I not want to be waiting in line for an airplane bathroom, I don't want to know that there might be a person in there doing a colonic on themselves. (sighs) Dude. Dude, uh, she better be, they all better, whoever did, made this better be talking about a PJ, because we are not doing this. On- <laughs> no. What? That was just the first, just the what? first part. Oh. There is another part. The Citalonic allows you to sit up while cleansing your colon. This advantageous position saves you time by allowing you to read, write, compute, or talk on the phone. <laughs> Or should we do it while we pod one day? Should we get one and do it while we... Oh my God, we can do an in-person review. (laughs) So now not only do I have to think about people texting me while they're shitting on the toilet, I have to be worried that someone might be doing an at-home colonic (laughs) while talking to me on the phone. This is a terrible marketing. I don't... I'm sold. I don't know Are what you're talking about. Are people doing this? I am so oh. sold. <laughs> All right. Well, I know what I'm getting you for your birthday this year. <laughs> oh, I do need a good cleaning out, I suppose. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. All right. Well, do you want to do it on an airplane bathroom or in your own bathroom? Because you could do either. Oh, I could do it. Does school drop off? I just want <laughs> Okay, moving on. Jen's mom is over to visit. And they're making cookies. Okay, so first of all, anybody who ha- describes their mom as their best friend, I don't know why, but it it gives me like yellow flag energy. I, I don't mm-hmm. – it is usually a sign that something is not right. And right away, it proves to be true because Jen talks about how her mom kind of just dipped out during the roughest part of her marriage. So I was like, okay, there it is. And mom seems very hurt by the affair and the resulting divorce. And then we find out that mom hasn't even met Ryan. Ryan has a ring for her daughter and he's never met the family at all. Yeah. Any of them. Mom is not your best friend, Jen. Okay. Your best friend wouldn't do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. You don't need to, you know, do, you don't have to bake cookies and pretend. I was horrified when the mother revealed that Will, Jen's ex, said, the only reason why I married your daughter is because oh. of you. And she was kind of bright. Mom was bragging about that. 
And I Oh, she was proud. I, I hate I hate all of it. Um that's fucked. Yep. So Jen seems to me very much the type to want to please her mom, like to a fault. Mm. I really had a feeling that mom was not gonna like Ryan. Mm. Mm. I mean, why would you? I wouldn't. I, I mean, there's that. <laughs> Why would you? So next, the ladies are all getting ready to go to Heather's launch of her HD Lifestyle Network. The Heather Debro Network. Was this her third thing? I don't even remember. Was this her big surprise? Like she had the, her list of three things and then I can't tell you what the third thing is. The, this isn't it, right? Because I'm going to be let down if this is it. I I have a very sick feeling it is because this is her tagline. HD, HD, HD. It's so Heather. I'm just always disappointed in Heather, no matter what she does. Kind of like all the rest of the cast. You know, like I never get excited by Heather. Never happy for Heather. It's always basic bitch, richy lifestyle bullshit that doesn't matter to me at all. I hate it. Too much privilege. I went on to the HD network this morning to have a look around. Ooh, research. So, I know. I told you. Oh, did I tell you that I was up at 4 a.m. for no reason this morning? I had a lot of time to do the things. <laughs> so I've done a lot of research on colonic systems and the HD network. I was having the time yeah. of my life. Very vast <laughs> Google yes. searches. All, all corners of the internet. I covered them all. So from what I can see, it is just a bunch of videos of Heather. There's nobody else on it. Except for Terry. There's a few uh, videos of Terry. And there's a Uh. membership service for Tyler Henry, who's the Hollywood medium. So you can subscribe to his, like, I don't know, get a reading done by the Hollywood medium. Or you can pay $20 a month for a virtual cocktail soiree with Heather. A private one-on-one coaching session with Heather. For like lifestyle advice and, you know, decorating and shit like that. And a free surgery consult with Terry, like a plastic surgery consult worth $500, as well as mention of some vague gift packs. For 20 bucks a month? Hey, let's do it. Let's get her on the pod. Oh my God. (laughs) Let's virtual reality HD. (laughs) Just fucking like surprise her with it okay, we don't want none of this yeah we don't we don't want your gift pack we just want you to say a few words <laughs> to our to our fans yeah no i was <laughs> tell us how much you hate tamra i i went on to it thinking there wasn't going to be much to it and i was not let i was not let down by that that's exactly what Isn't i found really um kind of sick and twisted the mo the thing i'm most interested in is the assessment from terry oh. <laughs> a 500 dollar value that's yeah. weird. Like, how many people are they really thinking they're going to get signed up for this? Well, is, no Is Terry just going to be assessing people, like, left, right, and center? And what, from a video? Yeah, there, there's some shady going Seems on Seems a bit here. scammy. Yeah, it does. Where's Mark Cuban? Yeah. All right. So moving on, Tamara and Jen arrive to the party. I could so see you and me arriving in the exact same like neon green or yellow or whatever that was outfit like totally by accident i think though that when you picked me up i would have gone back in and changed oh narelle we have done it but on purpose (laughs) (laughs) 
But if we were on TV, we would definitely change. Yep. Or we would embrace it and play it up because was just gonna say now that you're saying that out loud, we totally would have played it. We would. <laughs> oh my god, it's just such a coincidence. Totally didn't do this on purpose. I mean, usually we do, but this time we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon sent Heather a text 20 minutes before the party to say that she wasn't feeling well. I'm thinking it's probably another at-home colonic gone wrong. (laughs) Uh, It probably was. Or it was John Jansen just steering the boat wrong or something. But (laughs) Too fast. Too fast. There was too much wake. (laughs) But really what this is, is payback for Heather not showing up to her fucking taco party. Shannon Mm. is so petty. She's such an asshole. I love it. True. And Emily is already into the booze. And her lips are loose, honey. Apparently, Heather told her that Shannon was talking shit about her at BravoCon. But she refused to tell her what it was exactly because those details were in the vault. I honestly would have punted Heather like right in the button eyes if she said that to me. Don't say anything at all then, Heather, because that's so annoying. I am with you. I hate when people do that kind of thing. It's so gross. But Heather is really coming out as the potster this season. Like, she's literally Emmeline Emily right now. Yeah. I don't know if you caught this, Narelle, but Heather is giving her speech at her party, and Emily is, like, standing there trying to hold it together, but she can't. She's so wasted. She looked so unimpressed. Like, Emily's holding on to this anger. She was holding on. Well, she wasn't actually holding on to it. She was letting it go and throwing it in Heather's face. (laughs) Everybody else's face. (laughs) She was angry as shit and drunk. I loved it. Loved to watch it. But in the moment, like, if I was Heather, I would have been like, get out. Stop (laughs) ruining my HD party. HD. So the next scene, Heather shares how weird it is to her that people hate moving because her move has been a really fun adventure then we cut to scenes of their ridiculously beautiful hotel how she's got an entire staff packing up the house for them okay (laughs) that that does look pretty fun heather because you're rich as shit Now, imagine moving, but it's over the course of a weekend because you can't afford a month's rent and a deposit and your first month's rent somewhere else. You have no hotel or staff. You just have garbage bags of your own shit. And it's 35 degrees Celsius outside. There's nothing to drink because you've already packed it. You only have your moving truck for like another four hours and you still have like five loads to do. Yeah, so fucking fun. What an adventure. Such an adventure. Such an adventure, Narelle. She's so delusional. She's so, like... The most obtuse. The most obtuse. Doesn't even know how rich that she is, I don't think. I think I literally said that out loud. I'm like, this woman is so rich, she doesn't know real life. Like, it's unbelievable. No, no. I would think life is an adventure, too, if I didn't have any repercussions ever. (laughs) (laughs) so we find out then that the ladies are just as surprised as you and i are that ryan hasn't met jen's mom yet so this is when emily starts to really lose the plot with the food like she is wasted and a cucumber is not gonna cut it give this bitch some bread stat she is so not happy with heather and she can't even contain it anymore 
I am loving Drunk Emily. I don't care if it's wrong. Hate me for it. She is fucking hilarious. Is there a bird in it? (laughs) When these (laughs) servers in tuxedos bring out food in glass cages. Like Heather was so angry. She tries to encourage Emily to use a fork and knife. But that is not happening. She She's dangling the cucumber in her mouth and Tamara in her confessional impersonating Emily. That had me. It sent me. <laughs> I know. The green paper. <laughs> it was so good. And when Emily started saying, Heather, I think you should put your initials on more things. I'm surprised we're we're not branded at this party. Uh, my favorite thing in the entire world, I, well, besides Salt Lake, this was a close second. Heather's reaction, though, her perfect dinner is ruined by the scum that is Emily Simpson. Okay. I have to ask you, Narelle, because there's a lot of chatter about this dinner party on Twitter. And I'm like, oh, I I didn't really take it that seriously. But people are real pissed at Emily for ruining Heather's dinner and event. I thought it was funny as hell. Would I be annoyed if someone did this at my event? Okay, would I really think about it? Seriously? Yes, I would be offended. But how how pissed would you be, Narelle? Oh, I would be fucking livid. Would you? This wasn't just... Yes, this was not just some dinner, some random dinner that Heather put together for everybody and put her initials on everything. Then, yes, she deserves to be roasted. I would be like, what the fuck, dude? Why is your name on everything? This was literally a promotional launch to her HD thing. That is why she's putting her initials. I would be livid. She obviously went to a lot of trouble between the flowers, between the yeah. decor. I don't even know how much planning she put into that or how much planning her staff put into that. Mm. I would be livid, I think. Yeah, I would be. I probably would have thrown Emily out, if I'm honest. You know what? That's a good way to put it because I, in my brain, I kind of looked past the HD because I just don't give a shit because I'm an asshole. But Emily's funny. Like, I love to watch it. Yeah. And I think that overrode my care for Heather, like, or lack thereof. Yeah. So that's, okay, that's interesting. That's a, I'm with you. If this was my big launch, I would be pissed because yeah. this woman had HD in chocolate. Okay. Like she's, she is serious. The way Emily was like behaving, it was as if it was just a random yeah. dinner that she had come over to Heather's house. And oh my god, like why is everything monogram? This is so weird. The cucumber has no dressing on it. It was rude as shit. It was it was really rude, but so good. <laughs> it was one of my favorite <laughs> things. Okay. I just made a note here where I said Heather is too rich to know what Instagram Live is, and she really does think she's onto something with this <laughs> HD platform. Her richness actually makes her sheltered. Kind of yeah. like the fucking royals. Okay? Oh, yes. Good analogy. She's literally the queen. She is very sheltered. She has no actual clue what the rest of the world deals Experiences. with on a daily basis. No. Speaking of which, we go to say goodbye to Heather's house with her and Terry after this dinner. So Heather knows the women are never going to be happy for her. 
about this move when they learn that she sold it for $55 million. It's so weird to me how happy her and Terry are to be leaving. I cry. I cry when I leave my rental houses, like my rental properties. I cry, let alone something that I designed myself from the ground up like they did with that house. I don't know how they're doing it. I think it's their 55 billion trillion quadrillion dollar payout. Uh, It's taking away all of their sadness. (laughs) That would help. Yes. I mean, I did see Heather get emotional in a confessional about it a little bit, but I I would be devastated to leave the house I designed and decorated and Harry, t- Harry, <laughs> wrong <laughs> asshole, uh, Terry even said like, Heather, this is you, this house is all you. And like, that's a big deal. Yeah. And her beaming face as he said that. It's oh. perfect, just like you. She was like, tell me more. Oh. <laughs> yes, it will be after you give me a little more. Narelle, what was up with the teddy bears? That was so weird <laughs> and random. <laughs> that was, yeah, a weird way to welcome people into your new place. But also all of her appliances were still in the background. I saw a blender. I saw like... Are you not going to take that with you? Does that come with the house? What are you doing? You haven't packed up properly. She need no, no. She needs those custom Roberto Cavallari Tortellini's uh, appliances. She doesn't <laughs> take those with her. No. But like no. usually when you leave shit behind, when you're leaving, like you have to pay the next people to, uh, again, I'm speaking from the perspective of somebody who's only ever rented. You can't just leave your shit behind. Maybe they paid for it. Maybe they want it. She's like, take Ew. everything. Take it all. That's why it's $55 million. True. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. Must must be a good blender. Must be. <laughs> I need to go back and watch that. <laughs> <laughs> so Heather says she doesn't want to brag, apparently. And I think the issue is Heather is the type of person that only good things happen to. She's just Mm -hmm. easy-go-lucky in that way. And it's not just because she's rich, but because she has a positive attitude. Like, is a positivity or kind of robotic? I'm not, I'm like not convinced. But either way, Heather is always happy because that's what she chooses to show. To show. Mm. And therein lies why these women cannot connect with her and resent her so much. It's so perfect all of the time. They don't want perfect. They want real. They want they want to hear about how hard Heather's life is, but it isn't yeah. hard. They're asking her to give a part of herself that doesn't exist because there's no hardship for Heather right now in her life. There will be, and they're sure there has been, but it, it's not hard like the rest of us. There is something about Heather that puts across, I don't ever have problems like I don't suffer problems I just figure them out I just you know I fix them and I move on and I'm happy in my life and I'm always happy and that can get very annoying but that's also a choice that she makes so Heather kind of embodies that and she brings it to herself I think I hate to say that she's manifesting it but I think she's kind of manifesting it yeah so after dancing around with Terry and they're perfect picture moment you know saying goodbye to the house heather evidently called shannon and kind of gave her shit for not responding to the party invite on time which pissed shannon right the fuck off 
Tamara is telling Shannon that everyone has decided to go to Mexico. And she's kind of, she's looking at the resort and she gets a text message that Heather sold her house. So this is allegedly how everybody found out. And everyone starts calling each other. We get a montage of everybody flipping out about how Heather didn't tell them. Now, as much as I think she should have avoided this by telling them herself, I also kind of think she's fucked if she does and fucked if she doesn't. I don't really see a way that Heather could have told them and actually had them be happy for her because I think there just is a lot of jealousy in the group over Heather's lifestyle. Yeah, they really are just not big Heather fans right now. And it is jealousy. It's rooted in jealousy. Mm -hmm. And I think going back to what we were just saying, like, nothing bad happens to Heather. If Heather was rich as fuck, and all these horrible things happen, and Heather was down and depressed, they'd love the shit out of Heather. But they don't, because Heather just is a positive person who can pay off her problems or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's a mentality. She throws money at it. She throws money at it or it's it, she has that mentality. So they are so jealous. And I think Heather is just taking care of number one. And I can't blame her for that. But I no. think the ladies sure as shit can. And they're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is playing perfectly into their whole desire to take her down this season. Yes. In the next we see Ryan and he is meeting Jen's mom finally and that is the jacket that he chose to meet her in that was a choice ladies and gentlemen imagine just freaking imagine that this is the most stressed you know Jen's ever probably been introducing a man to her mom now imagine she's finally meeting the man that you ended your marriage for and he shows up looking like that with his like street magician ass in that fucking jacket said on the back something about good vibes only Uh-oh. oh my god okay i had a thought <laughs> i had a thought i think jen told him to wear a denim jacket to do matchy matchy with her and then oh. he, sh- he pulls out this one and she's like ah oh, son of a bitch Idiot. oh that's my thought that was my first thought that is horrifying i didn't even think of that. i don't know why i imagined he met them there because i would not have let him leave the house looking like that oh no i bet she texts him say match with me and wear a denim jacket and he's like i got you babe i hate that even more i hate that so much <laughs> me too. so they get right into ryan's indiscretions of like from his past Mum asks if they're thinking about marriage Jen, like, bursts out laughing, super awkward, and Ryan says, yes, absolutely. And then Mom gives him the seal of approval. Him and, and his jacket, I guess. Okay. is I'm going to be mean about Mom. I think Mom likes attention. I think Mom likes male attention. Just a little bit, a little bit. That was kind of the vibe. I was going to say earlier when you made that comment about how she was so proud that, like, her ex loved her so much. Yeah. She made a comment to Ryan about how, oh, you would yes. love me then. Yes, because... she did, Narelle. Yep. Yes, she did. And I was <laughs> oh, like, no. Oh, dear. Oh. And I thought, oh, no. That's what happens when you're best friends with your mom. <laughs> like, mom's mom's cute and all that. But I was like, this is very inappropriate. And then Jen's like, she's not single. 
I was like, okay. Exactly. Jen responded in a way like, I know what's happening here and I'm going to just shut this down. But Ryan doesn't care. Ryan doesn't care if she's single. (laughs) Never stopped him before. Come on. (laughs) Um, Anyway, the thing that blew my mind out of this conversation is when Ryan revealed that he and his ex met when he was 13 years old. Yeah. I'm going to say it. I know I shouldn't. It makes a lot more sense to me as to why he was unfaithful now, to be honest. That was his first everything. I'm not saying yeah. I approve it. I'm saying it it does track more for me. Yeah. Um, It doesn't change how I feel about it, but it makes more you sense as to why. You understand a little bit more. Yeah. It makes more sense as to why he went so fucking crazy and, you know, he's like, I'm re- reliving my youth. You know, I can see it. It definitely does track and make sense. She doesn't make me like him or his jacket at all. <laughs> I also, oh, you're going to be so mad at me for this. But the more Ryan. Oh, no. no, you're going to hate me. But the more he talks about marrying Jen and being in love with Jen, I'm starting to believe him to realm. Make it stop. Don't tell me I'm an idiot. You're an idiot. Okay. Damn it. This is why. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't. Him saying it to her mom gives it a different weight for me, for sure. Oh, okay. I have a little bit more doubt in my heart. Like, the good doubt, I guess. Like, maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I would I would need a lot to... I would need to see a lot more from him, though. Yeah. To fully switch over. Okay. I'm just starting to have hints of belief, and I got scared. Well, you are usually the kinder, more... Um, prone to believing in people than me. So if you're shifting, I might be shifting later on. Just call me stupid. Just call me stupid. Why don't you just go ahead? No. It's fine. No. Kind hearted, <laughs> thoughtful, loving. Aw, bunch of bullshit. <laughs> All right. So just like that, the ladies are now in Mexico and the tequila is popped. Everyone's picking rooms. Nobody offers to go with Heather, though, which was a little bit sad and a little bit awko. God damn it, though. How bad do you want to go to Mexico? Even just seeing them sitting in the... Oh, God. I hear, Can you hear that? I hear Mac. He's literally licking the microphone right now. Hi, Mac. Aw, he wants to be on the pod. You're a bit early for lunch, buddy. <laughs> Not that this was our Mexico, like we've never experienced a villa in Mexico or anything like that, but I was watching them in the bus on the way there and I just want to go so bad. Oh my God, me too, me too, me too, me too. Mexico is one of my favorite places that I've ever been. It's so relaxing. It's just what we need, Narelle. I know. But in, in this group, only Gina and us knows how Mexico is done on the cheap, Okay. Like, nothing like cerveza out of a plastic cup, honey. Oh, my God. And those cigarettes that we used to smoke with the no filters, they also put them in the cup on the bar. Yes. Yes, we went through our rebel phase in Mexico. What were those drinks? Bahama Mamas. Oh, my God. Yes. I have completely (laughs) forgotten about banana. Banana. Not banana. banana. No, Bahama Mamas. Bahama? Wasn't it? Bahama Mama. I think it was. Not Banana banana Mama. mama. (laughs) Who am I? Heather? 
<laughs> Uba with the bananas? Oh, Jesus. Stop. Make it stop. Oh, yeah, Bahama Mamas. Recap kind of did my head in. Yeah. Oh, those were delicious. Those were amazing. I would go back for some Bahama Mamas and some filterless cigarettes. Let's go right now. <laughs> Forget drop off. Yeah. Oh, Fuck your kid. Let's take this podcast yeah. on the road. Let's go. And, and we'll, we'll do get a colonic in the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> airplane lavatory on the way. Get ready for those Bahama Mamas. Yeah. yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, fuck it. Sorry. I didn't mean to say fuck your kid, by the way. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I love your kid. I love your kid. <laughs> fuck your kid. I just who else did he say? Their stupid fucking kid. Who, who did oh, it? I did. Kenya, I said that. Ken, Kenya. Right. <laughs> you guys, I like kids. I don't mean your kid's stupid. I like kids. I do. <laughs> oh, my God. I think we've been at this for so long. We're losing <laughs> fucking I'm like having a sugar crash. Okay, let's... We're almost done. We're, yeah. almost, we're almost done. Okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> Next, Tamara, she's, of course, the one to come out of the gates right away. She brings up the house selling. And Heather explains, you know what? There was an NDA and we had to be out in three weeks. She expresses she didn't know how to discuss it or share it without everyone feeling as if she was bragging. And it's true. They would have. Shannon mm-hmm. points out that it's very hypocritical for her to have come down on Shannon for not sharing previously when she was holding this in. <laughs> Bye, Shannon. <laughs> I like this episode because Shan- it was not Shannon heavy. Yeah. Or Tamara heavy. Or Tamara heavy. You're right. I could see Tamara's eyes darting around the way she does. Yeah. And she's like, so we have to talk about A little this, lizard. Okay? little lizard. little lizard. <laughs> <laughs> I think loved that heather was honest and she said she feels like she couldn't honestly share her info with this group but gina my girl gina's doing it again in her confessional she's like "Mm, i'm gonna take heather's honesty about not being able to be honest with us and i'm gonna now turn it back around onto heather and say i'm now questioning our friendship gina (laughs) stop it Maybe dig deeper and reflect as to why Heather doesn't want to share information with you guys. Yeah. Why on earth is selling this house so important? I don't understand why they needed to know this info and why they're comparing it to like Shannon being allegedly abused by John Jansen. What the fuck? It's something to do with the amount that it sold for. I think if it sold for 10 million, I don't think any of them would have really cared. It's the fifty-five million. Mm-hmm. Everybody was immediately talking about the price, and point. then switched to, "Oh God, okay, we gotta somehow come up with an explanation for why we're so price obsessed." Oh, that's right, because Heather's a liar. It's interesting that they just seem to be turning on Heather, and it kind of seems as if it's been building up this entire season. Like we've talked about it from the beginning. It seems like their plan is to take down Heather. Emily, in particular, seemed so upset wildly upset she was definitely being a dick during the lunch but i think we can see it's there's underlying resentment there she should just be honest about why she's feeling the way she feels rather than acting out this way and trying to claim that it was just a joke 
Emily and Heather's relationship is very strange to me. I didn't think they were that close. Mm-hmm. But it really does feel like Emily is obsessed with Heather. It, like, she loves Heather. She wants a friendship with Heather. I don't know. It's just weird. It is weird. I don't know if that's her ploy to take Heather down or if she's legitimately hurt. Could be. Hmm. I don't know. I I can't tell. I can't tell. They're just turning on Heather so badly. All of them. Yeah. Is it jealousy? Is it pompous behavior on Heather's part? I get there's two two sides here. And I think both things are very... uh, I had the word. It's gone. I think they both make sense. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Legit. They're both legitimate. Legit. Yeah. Yeah. Legit. Legit. So this is where Emily finally brings up that Heather told her Shannon said some terrible things. Heather denies it. And then Gina says during a confessional that she is pretty sure it was Tamara who said that. But she doesn't say she doesn't say this to the group. No, no. She lets she lets Emily continue on and she just tells us in a confessional. And Emily is going ha ha hard for Heather. It's getting ugly. Those those hands were flying. They were flying. And all I wanted to do is ring Gina around her little neck. She should have stopped. Mm-hmm. She should have stopped Emily. She should have talked to Emily about this on the bus, on the plane, before when they're FaceTiming getting ready. This makes me think it is definitely part of the plan to take Heather down no matter what. So there you go. That sort of shows us Gina and Emily haven't talked about this because well, Gina would have told her before. Do you think? Maybe she didn't because it's part of their plan to take Heather down. But then why would she tell us during a confessional? She would have just kept that silent. Maybe after. Maybe after this was all said and done. Who knows? Maybe maybe it came out that it was Tamara. I don't know. It damn well was Tamara. Oh, I know. <laughs> I have no doubt that it was Tamara. <laughs> Oh, God, the previews. The previews look insane. So Tamra, I mean, there was a lot, but basically the the main takeaway for me was Tamra goes off on Jen again. What? For, yeah, she says, you wrecked your, what did she say? I think she said, you you wrecked your family for this man. And she basically says that he has fucked somebody else in Tamra's gym. He was cheating on her from the start. She is yelling all of these things in Jen's face in front of everybody. I'm pretty sure this, I don't know if it happens in Mexico or where it was taking place, but uh, it looks pretty serious. Tamra. Okay, well. We haven't had any Tamra heavy episodes. The last two episodes haven't been very Tamra heavy. I'm pretty sure the next one is going to (laughs) be... Tamara. Okay. Tamara, Tamara, Tamara. I just want Tamara to have some legitimacy. Like, if she's going to do all this, you better be right, you know? I kind of think if she's going to go this hard, she's been saving it for the finale on purpose because I think it probably is true. Yeah. Ooh, poor Jen. I think Jen knows it deep down, and that's why she's avoiding the whole marriage subject as long as she can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's a sweet, sweet person. Poor Jen. I love Jen. Me too. I could be friends with Jen, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Out of all of them, probably. Yeah, Jen and Emily. All right, well, on that note, Narelle. That is the end of part two. Yes, part two. That was a doozy. 
But it was so fun. This was such a fun episode. Now I have four hours of content. Oh to, my uh, God. <laughs> edit. You're an through. angel. You're an angel. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. As always, we really appreciate it. Like, subscribe. We love you guys so much. We do. Yes, like, subscribe. Do all the things if you if you want. Share if you want. No, not if you want. Not if you want. Do it. Do it. Sorry. I'm sorry. That was too forceful. <laughs> don't do it. Only do it if you want to. It's fine. We don't need you guys. Yeah. A lot of people are oppositional. No, but we do. We do need you. What am I saying? I don't know. <laughs> um, we just, we are really appreciative of the support you guys have already given us. And we love you so much. But until next week, stay truthful. And not hopeless. Bye. Love you. And I was just kidding. You don't have to. We would love it if you did, but you don't have to. But we would still love you if you didn't. Uh, love you. Love you. <laughs> Adios. Bye. 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 Good day. Oh, my God.